0: And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at JoinMIDI.com. He stayed and practiced what he had prepared with him. The boy sat many an hour in the quiet house. No noise ever interrupted him, and the time flew by unnoticed when the sun finally slanted across the harmonium through a certain window he knew that evening was near quickly shutting the instrument he noiselessly went down the long corridor and out to the road this gave him time enough to visit the grandfather and find his cousins and their comrades still gathered together he was greeted with fresh enthusiasm every time a chorus of various frightful noises always followed his arrival because every owner of a pipe wanted to show him what he had learned to play vinzi could not help wondering at the number of boys who owned pipes since he had left the pasture the boys had possibly found out how to make them themselves his bargain with Rusli had been firmly kept every morning going up or in the evening coming home the little one was inseparable from vinzi Rusli. you have enough pipes now said vinzi one day while he was wandering home with his little comrade behind the cows he had just delivered his daily pipe and added in all this time you should have learnt not to tickle the cows Rusli, without always expecting a reward and so i have Rusli agreed because i have so much to do nowadays vinzi could not help wondering at Rusli's quick response in fact all the little boy's mischievous deeds had really come only from idleness what keeps you so busy asked vinzi i'll show it to you but no one else must know about it replied Rusli mysteriously he led vinzi away from the road to the old larch trees where the two used to sit in the old days when vinzi had made his first pipes tell me something russli vinzi began again did you put all your pipes in a pile together or did you give them to the boys who had none so many have good pipes now and not the kind they used to make themselves i don't ever give away my beautiful pipes replied russli quite hurt at a supposition throwing doubt on the sensibleness of his actions come you can see for yourself they were standing at the exact place where vinzi used to sit on a high mossy place beside the fragrant violets stooping down russli picked up several pieces of moss-covered earth which lay there cleverly joined together he put them aside and shovelled away the loose earth underneath with both hands disclosing a rather large hole after lifting out a strong folded paper serving as cover Rusli asked his companion to look in to his intense surprise vinzi saw a collection of most varied objects piles of nuts and dried prunes match-boxes colored marbles old knives and tobacco-boxes a little pump a leather purse and a watch-chain of brass what is this Rusli? to whom do all these things belong asked vinzi truly astonished they all belong to me i traded one of these things for every pipe you gave me do you see now asked russli proudly glancing at his storehouse but what are you going to do with them all vinzi inquired still puzzled i'll keep them and then i'll trade them again for something better you see the pipes are only common wood after all Rusli said confidentially vinzi had to laugh you must become a tradesman Rusli, for you seem to understand all about it but you won't have anything more to do now since our bargain is off oh yes i'll have just as much work as ever i first uncover my hole every morning dig away the earth and count everything to see if anything has been stolen in the night then i have to pack and cover them up and put on the moss in such a way that no one can find the place in the afternoon i have to sit on the lookout so that no one finds my cave and takes my things Vinci could not comprehend these watchful exertions on behalf of such treasure, for he totally lacked the tradesman's spirit. He was glad, however, that this new activity kept the little fellow busy. He was convinced that he would leave the cows in peace now, even without his usual reward. The month of August had passed, and the first fog was drifting over the mountains several times messages had been brought up from luke to say that the time was drawing near for vinzi to come home the boy's parents felt that they had taken advantage of their relative's kindness long enough and they begged their cousin to take the next opportunity of sending the boy home with someone. word had always been sent back to luke to the effect that the summer was not over and that no one wanted to let vinzi go Furthermore, he was so well and happy that the parents might let him prolong his stay on the mountain. Father Lorenz was just entering the room where his wife was preparing the evening meal with her accustomed calm. He sat down on a chair, for no special work had to be done till the boys returned with the cattle, and after a moment's thought said, Have you noticed how much Vinzi has changed lately? In what way? asked his wife he seems suddenly to have grown a whole year or two older said lorenz ever since he began to spend most of his time with peter sylvanus i notice it in the way he plays his pipe and the way he sings and talks it is as if the boy had been transplanted from the shadow into the sunshine everything in him seems to have blossomed out suddenly i don't quite understand what you mean replied the woman but i always said that vinzi looks as fresh and neat as a young apple-tree in bloom and i say another thing besides if vinzi were a beggar boy i'd adopt him right away and i'd love him just as much as my own boys i can say that and i'll stick to it well so you can said the man with a smile but do you know if vinzi had been a vagabond without the kind of mother they say he has he would never have been the same he belongs to a well-brought-up family and comes from parents who look after their children that's the reason why he is so nice heavy steps approached the door at that moment clearly not the pattering the boys usually made which was always accompanied with loud yodels and cries who is outside asked lorenz opening the door a well-knit man whom he knew as a fruit merchant from luke stood outside lorenz immediately offered him his hand i haven't seen you for a long time lesa how are things with you i come with a message from your cousin down there and he sends you his love said the man heartily shaking lorenz by the hand the latter was a little startled because he felt sure that the visit had been made on vinzi's behalf the man had often travelled over the mountain before and had practically never come to see him he invited him to step inside and make himself at home. But this could not be done as the merchant had a wagon and two pairs of lively horses waiting for him. He only wanted to deliver his message from Vincennes Lessa, who had only heard yesterday that a team was going across the mountain. He had, therefore, not had time to write a letter. The farmer had been anxious to use this good opportunity of having his boy brought home all the fruit-dealer added was that he expected to return in two days when his business was done and take the boy along lorenz took the matter so much to heart that he could say nothing he saw that vinzi must leave in two days i'll be here on tuesday at eight in the morning lesa concluded the man casting a questioning look at the silent farmer i suppose you understand me oh yes only too well replied the other the boy will be ready for you in time you can count on that he followed the man to the road where stood a great wagon loaded with sacks and harnessed to four strong horses just as the big team drove off with loud tinkling of bells the boys came down singing and shouting with the cattle the wrens walked towards them with a heavy heart should he give his merry boys the unwelcome news at once then all their happiness would vanish at once lorenz had a soft heart and found himself unable to do it greeting the boys in a carefree manner he let everything go its accustomed round after supper the singing began as usual and they sang one song after another as had grown to be the custom of the house they sang as merrily as larks in spring only the father could not quite join in heartily for a heavy load was on his heart he realized that he must tell them that evening as the time was already so short just after the mother had said the customary words i suppose we have to stop now nine o'clock has struck he made his announcement in a few clear words quite thunderstruck everyone sat silent with surprise and sorrow the mother was the first to regain her speech "'Well, I hope you said that it was out of the question, and that we cannot give up the boy at such short notice,' she said with an animation not usual to her. "'I'd like to know what he means in coming here and trying to rob us of the boy without the slightest ceremony, the way one might pull off a branch from a hedge. I hope you gave him a proper talking to.' "'The man has not come to do us harm,' Lorenz said calmly.' you mustn't forget that vinzi's parents can call him home whenever they please won't you allow them some interest in the boy besides no one can deny that the opportunity is splendid by this time the boys also had regained control of their emotions and lost no time in giving vent to such